What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop Up Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome. We are back. Oh, God. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back in black. Uh, welcome to episode number 31 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. As always, Justin, alongside me, Pedro. Pedro. What's going on, everyone? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, it's been actually probably, I don't even know. I think March Madness was the last time we had an episode out. Uh, so it has been a while. Uh, Pedro was, you know, working, doing finals. I was doing a bunch of stuff. But we, uh, we're back. We're back and better than ever. Um... My girlfriend graduates from college today, so it might be a shorter episode than usual, but the main point is we are back. Uh, So let's get right into it, and let's drop the puck. All right, Pedro, let me start off by asking you, um, I'm sorry about your Winnipeg Jets. I know you're a diehard uh, Winnipeg Jets fan. Brutal. Uh, But those Vegas Golden Knights are just too much. They are. They are just too much. Uh, who, this this playoffs, who was the biggest disappointment in your eyes? It's got to be the Tampa Bay Lightning for sure. Uh, I think I agree with you. I think they were supposed Tampa. to be a breeze through to the Stanley Cup final, and it just didn't happen that way. Yeah, I mean, they, they had an all-star team. Uh, in Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, with the additions of McDonough and even JT Miller, who played extremely well for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, it was disappointing, and uh, losing Game 7 for nothing at home uh, is kind of embarrassing for a team like that. So, uh, it, you know, maybe it brought they... back memories for me <clears throat> of our Game 7 loss at home to those Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Uh, I think we lost three nothing, two nothing, two nothing, yep. two nothing. Game seven, game seven, and uh, to go Rangers to the final, did not play at all. They just didn't show up that that time. And Tampa did the same thing, and they they so put now up four. I have to ask the question to you: Shoot, who is wins it, the cup? Is, no, is it those players? Is it is it McDonough? Is it Strawman? Is it Miller? Is are they like are they? I don't know what to say. Uh, they've they've lost between Girardi, Miller, Strawman, McDonough, Callahan. They've well, not 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 so much Callahan because it really started twenty four, right? Yeah, uh, it really started the year we got St. Louis Correct. and traded Callahan. <laughs> but between them and between the two teams, I think two like they've lost multiple Eastern Conference Finals. They've lost. Some of them have lost two Stanley Cup finals. Like, that's got to take a toll on you. Yeah, but I wouldn't take it out They've on them. They've played a lot of hockey over the past few years. I know, years. but I wouldn't take it out on them. I mean, it's a team game, and the team just didn't show up. Your big guys didn't show up. Ovechkin showed up for the Caps, and look what happened. I mean, Stamkos did not show up. Nikita Kudrov did he not show sh- up. He... he- he sh- Stamko showed up for the series. I think he had four goals. Showed up for in the, the first, series, yeah. but he didn't show up showed for game, up game seven. seven. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he showed up for games one through six, but game seven, you might as well just not even bother. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, it's a team game. Uh, Tampa just did not play well. They just they were terrible, and the Caps took advantage of it and put Barkowski, you know, uh, Ovechkin. 
John Carlson had himself a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, good for the Cavs, who finally got over the hump of getting to the Eastern Conference Final, and now they're in the Stanley Cup Final, who they are meeting a very good team that no one expected to even get this far. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, another quick question. Tom Wilson. Yes. Dirty hockey player? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, he was already suspended during correct. the playoffs, and then game one, you know, that was a blindside hit on, hit on Marshall, on so. Jonathan Marshall. So. Correct. Yeah, uh, you know, the comments after the game, I believe, didn't Marshall say it was a clean hit, or like Marshall so went up to him and said, "Good hit," or something like that. I think I saw that on the post game. I'm uh, not sure. Show. But, but I, I thought I, it was. It was, uh, I it thought was it was pretty nasty. It was yeah. late for sure. It yo, was late 100%. for sure. I mean, 100%. the puck wasn't even near Marshall, so when he just got rocked by Wilson, yeah, Wilson has 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 a history, and for some reason the league just ignores it. Uh, I don't know why, but they don't seem very consistent when it comes to playoff hockey and and in um, suspending people. Uh, I don't I don't know why, but. Yeah, Tom Wilson is definitely one of those one of those dirty players you gotta watch for. He kind of reminds me of a Brad Marchand kind of, and that's what yeah, you know, and Marchand the way he is. But you know, it's, it's the league, and that's how it is. And you know, we just move on from it and hope for better things in game two. Okay, now another question: Rangers officially won the trade with the Devils, correct? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. There's we no question. I mean, sent them Michael Grabner, who ended up being a healthy scratch for, I believe, th- two th- out of the four, two out of the five, two out of three the, out of five. Yeah, three thought, out of five. Yeah, it was a healthy scratch. So that means he's pretty much all but done in New Jersey. Absolutely. I think he comes back. Uh, do you want him back? Hmm. That's a good question. Do you want him back in New York? Um, you know, we'll get into the hiring of the Rangers' new head coach in a little bit, but. I think it depends on the style of play. Uh, you know, under Elaine Vigneault is more of a, it seems to be a little bit be, of a dump and chase type thing. He said he's going to get rid of the dump and chase. He's not doing dump and chase. Uh, you know, Grabner's a speedy winger who performed for the Rangers, who scored 20, 20 plus goals mm-hmm. in his two seasons with the Rangers. So if he sees like it's a fit, I buy, absolutely. I, I would take him back and see how he plays along with the, with the, with the youngsters. But it's tough. I, I think the Rangers are going. You know they're going younger, so I I don't. And really apparently know if our, our man uh, Libor Hijack is playing phenomenal. Right. Yep. So hopefully we will see him, uh, you know, over in New York sooner rather than later. Uh, but on to the Stanley Cup Final. Game one was insane. Yeah. It was back and forth. We didn't get to watch as much as we wanted to. Um, but. It was an insane game. It was 2-2, 3-3, 4-4, and then the Golden Knights end up pulling it out at home, uh, and now they lead the series. They lead the Stanley Cup final one game to nothing over the Washington Capitals. Who wins? Who wins the series? Who wins the Stanley Cup? Yikes. Um I honestly, it's very hard. To, it's very it? hard to bet against the Vegas Golden Knights right now, uh, unless the Caps turn it up another gear, um, which they are most certainly capable of. And Braden Holpe has to be lights out. Uh, you know, yes, Mark Andre Fleury did not have the best game he had last game, letting up four goals, but he's been stellar in the play. He's my cons, my Twitter, no doubt about it. Win or lose, honestly. Uh, but if Holpe is better than Fleury. I'll take the the caps, but it's very hard to bet against Vegas right now. So 
I think, I think if, I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights. I think the Vegas Golden Knights will win the cup. I think Vegas wins in six. Yeah. No, they're going to no, win in five. They're going to win in five. Five games? Yeah, they're going to win in five. Uh, I don't think it goes seven. I think they win at home. It's going to go crazy. I wish I could be in Vegas that night because they say Vegas is a party. Vegas is really going to be a party that night. Now, uh, what? Now, Vegas winning. Yeah. Is that good or bad for the league? Um, well, I think the NHL really helped Vegas out. With the expansion draft, yeah, with Correct. the differences that they made to the expansion draft and whatnot, um, it's, for me it's annoying, but I think it's ultimately good for the league. It shows that anyone can win. Um, props to you know George McPhee; he was the mastermind behind basically both of these teams. Correct. If you think about it. I think McPhee's real blunder that he'll they'll, they'll never let him go is the Philip Forsberg trade. No, absolutely. For what was it, Martin Erat? Yeah, Martin Erat. Yeah, it's yeah, disgusting. Um, that's the one trade that I don't think will ever you know get by McPhee's resume. But McPhee basically built both teams. Um, so you know, it just shows. It just goes to show you how good of a GM. George McPhee actually really is. Uh, and it's crazy to see where... Um, I'm, I'm blanking right now. Um, uh, Vegas, Vegas uh, coach. Gerard, uh, Gerard Gallant. Yeah, Gerard Gallant. Uh, where he has gone from literally being dumped by the Panthers last season and sent into a taxi cab to now being in the Stanley Cup final. So that's that. So we have our predictions. I have Vegas in five. Oh god, this is tough. I want Ovechkin to win a cup. I think this might break Ovechkin, by the way. If he loses this, I think his Russian heart might finally Now break. do you think I in that perspective, do you think this will be his only chance at a Stanley Cup? Do you think this is like Henrik Lundqvist, who had that one chance in 2014. Yes. Is this is going to be his only, most likely his only shot at the cup? Do you think Washington, after after the year that they've had, they they break it up? I mean, I I haven't looked really into their contract situation, but I feel I think they have to. I I think they kind of have to. Um, I mean, you're paying you're paying T.J. Oshie that huge contract. You're paying. I mean. Let me let me go to cap friendly real quick, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to eventually have to break it up. And who are you going to build around? TJ, o- I mean John Carlson's a unrestricted free agent this year. Correct. He's not, he he's not he's not going to be a Washington Capital. You don't think he stays? I don't think so. I think he's going to get more money than projected cap space eight million. Um, who do they have coming up? Devontae Smith Pelly will be gone. Uh. Alex uh, Chiasen, probably gone. Jay Beagle, definitely gone. Tom Wilson, they'll try to bring bra- uh, try to bring back. John Carlson, they have to sign. He'll be asking for, what do you think, seven to eight million? Probably just about what the year he's had. Absolutely. Yeah, Michael Kempney, they'll probably try to bring back. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess they still have next year. They do have a bunch of people under contract for next year. 
But then you got, you know, you're building him around Ovechkin, obviously. Kuznetsov, who you have signed until almost, yeah, 2024-2025. That T.J. Oshie contract's going to come back and bite them in the ass. Uh, so, I mean, they'll have their core back next season. So, never say never. But Ovechkin might want to really uh, figure it out if uh, he doesn't want to pull a Henrik Lundqvist. That's my opinion. So, what is your, uh, my your prediction? prediction? Um, oh, God. Okay. Um, I'll take the Vegas Golden Knights in in, uh, in Game 7. In Game 7. Vegas in 7. I'll take Game 7, Stanley Cup Final. The Vegas Golden Knights will win in Vegas. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. Lou Lamarillo has been rumored uh, to be going over to the New York Islanders. They said that, you know, obviously he was let go of his uh, uh, general manager duties over in Toronto. And he was a, he was apparently going to stay on board, um, you know, with as like a senior advisor role in Tampa, uh, in Toronto. And but then there were rumors that you know he wanted to join his son over with the New York Islanders. Um, some say that this is a ploy to eventually you know lose going over there just to pretty much set up his son Chris to become the next general manager of the Islanders. That's Good. just it's what, yeah, it's just Good. what it's just what some people are saying. I mean, um, but Lou Lamarillo is now in charge of hockey operations for the New York Islanders, correct. Uh, so, let me ask you, how does this affect, uh, we're, we're going to do two topics into one. Uh, how does this affect John Tavares staying or leaving the New York Islanders? What do you think Lou brings to the Islanders? In my opinion, apparently Lou already spoke to John Tavares. Correct. I don't think old, old, you know, old Lou Lamarillo goes to New York if he didn't have a little, you know thought that JT back to the Islanders would be almost a sure thing. From what I've heard, it's 50-50. Um, in my opinion, now I he think still Tavares stays. But Do you think he still tests the water, though? If I was Tavares, I would. You would sign back I would, with absolutely. them after I July would, 1st? I would test the waters and see what's out there. I mean, you're, you're usually an undistricted free agent not that, many, not that yeah. often, especially when you're a superstar in the league. Um, if I was Tavares, I would take a shot at the at the market. I would see what's yeah. out there, what is being offered to me, and what best suits me, and then you know talk from there. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's on record saying he wants to stay with the Islanders. But do I believe him? I don't know. Um, so I'm gonna stick with it's fifty fifty. Um, I think Lou Lamarello brings good things to the Islanders, and he really needs to change up that. That management core. Um, I'm sorry, but Garth Snow, I, I, I can't do it. I don't. I don't understand. Go. Snow's gotta go. I don't understand the, the the logic behind keeping him. I mean, this team has been struggling for years, for years, and yet they keep the same management intact. If this was the Rangers, you could have kissed everyone goodbye. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. So I think the Islanders just need to change it up, and I think Lou Lamorello is that guy who's gonna change that team. I uh, bring good things to the league. He has a track record of it. But will their superstar be back? Will their captain be back? I'm not so sure about it. I mean, I personally think he will, but I 
also believe he's going to test the market and see what's out there. Some people forget Lou Lamarillo is the one that let Zach Parisi go in his prime. Um, he also let Scott Niedermeyer go in his prime. So people forget that. Yeah, and you know it's it's tough, but uh, you know w- what he's done in Toronto is definitely something big, along with Brendan Shanahan over there up up in Canada. So. <laughs> I think good things are heading for the Islanders. Um, it all starts with getting rid of your general manager, I think, personally. Um, I think you get rid of him. Uh, you keep Doug Wade as your head coach. I think he's he's done relatively well. But it I think all they're starts afraid to fire Garth Snow. Like, they have to move him into some sort of position just because of how long they have him under contract. And they don't want it to turn into, like, a Rick DiPietro yeah, ordeal. Yeah, well, the Islanders are known for that. They have so. Garth Snow under contract for, I think, like another four or five years. So they got to move him to a different role in the organization. I don't see Garth Snow being fired though. He'll he'll still be a part of the team. He just you know I don't know what, but they they got to they got to shake up that management core because uh, this team is not heading in a in the right direction. They haven't gotten a superstar other than John Tavares in in years. I I, I mean you you're at the trade deadline, you're in the playoffs and you don't even trade anyone. You just re-sign Josh Bailey to a 6-year deal. I mean, what what are you doing? Go yeah. out for someone, try and trade for something, anything. But Garcon did not do anything. I think they like had the that. worst record after the deadline. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because, you know, the Islanders were in a playoff spot yeah. at the deadline. And they did absolutely nothing and they didn't even go after a guy like Eric Carlson. Just give it a shot, mm-hmm. you know, see what's out there. And nothing. And I, I'm just surprised by that. And like I said, Lou Lamarell has to change up that, that management team because that's the Islanders need a shake up, especially now going into a new building when years to come in Belmont and you know, the team needs to get better. And his number one priority is obviously re signing John Tavares. And if that doesn't happen good I luck. really don't think he would come over if he didn't think that he basically had it sealed. Signed, uh, sealed and delivered. Yeah, that's just my that, opinion. That was a fun. Uh, that's just my opinion. Deal. It's my opinion, yeah, I, and I'm gonna stick by it. John Tavares, unfortunately, will be a New York Islander once again. Uh, let's move on to the next topic: the hiring of David Quinn. So, the Rangers wanted they wanted uh, Montgomery, who ultimately went and signed with the Dallas Stars. Then their second guy was David Quinn. Quinn said that, you know, his situation was too good. He played for BU. Um, you know, he was the head coach, obviously, of BU. He has a track record. He, His roots are with Boston University. Um, and I think what he said was, with Boston University, it's and a college job. It's you have job security, basically. Absolutely. Um, it's not like being a coach, you know, in the NHL, where hey, you had a bad season, we're firing you, and now you're back to square one. Um, but the Rangers bumped up the price a little bit. Um, a lot of bit. Yeah, a, a lot of bit. <laughs> I think like a whole what two point five million or something yeah, like it's that. Kind of, I believe it's five years, twelve million for this guy. Yeah, and um, we, the Rangers got their man, so they got David Quinn. Um, name a better good look. Name a better good looking head coach goalie combo or just team, and you can't. You can't. Um, but 
your thoughts? I love him. I think it's a great high for the Rangers. I had a feeling. I have even mentioned it to you before. Yes, you did. I think David Quinn was a good fit for the Rangers. Uh, he, he brings that strong mentality uh, like he talked about in this press conference. He's like we were talking about even before we were on air about his dump and chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a dump and chase type guy. And the Rangers want to go after and be fast. They want to play fast, get young. Um, and he has ties to the Rangers. He's known as Jeff Gordon for... 20 plus years he's coached Chris Drury went back in Boston uh, he knows current Ranger Kevin Shattenkirk who when David Quinn was an assistant when they won the national championship uh, he knows uh, Kevin Hayes who went to Boston College and has recruited Kev- he recruited Kevin Hayes but uh, Kevin Hayes decided to go to the other Boston school uh, he knows Jimmy Vesey as well and you know he's got a lot of ties in the Rangers organization uh, he's I think he's the right guy for this spot, and he's gonna he's gonna hold players accountable, like he said many times. And I think that's what the players need. Uh, if you're doing something wrong, you're gonna know it, whether you're a vet or whether you're whether you're a rookie, uh, you're gonna know it. And David Quinn is that guy, and he's had he's been all over the place. He's been in the AHL, he's been assistant with Colorado, and mm-hmm. uh, in the National Hockey League level. So I expect big things from this guy, and I'm gonna be anxious to see who his assistant coaches are during this. Uh, during this process. He did say... And Marty San Louis is on my list. He did say Benoit Allaire will be back. Absolutely. I mean, if he didn't, that would have been terrible. <laughs> that would be step one of that would, that horrible would, yeah, moves. Yeah, you would uh, not do well in this in this, uh, in this environment. I, I'm excited as well. Um, like you said, he has ties to, you know, a bunch of the Rangers right now. Makes him feel, you know, comfortable. Um, I think it was Kevin Hayes that said that... Uh, he was recruited to BU first, but then right. ultimately went to BC. BC correct. Yep. Yeah, uh, which I thought was funny. Um, but yeah, like this guy has coached Jack Eichel, like you said, Charlie McAvoy, Clayton Keller. Like these are very good young hockey players. Absolutely. And I think one name that stands out to me in like just right now is Pavel Buzhnevich. Yep. Like I think Pavel Buzhnevich can be one of those. Players, not 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 a not a Jack Eichel, but I think you know he can be a very goal scorer. I I I think he can be a very good young player that develops into you know a top six, an everyday top six guy. Absolutely, I think I think Pavel Buchevich scored thirty plus goals. I I have I have and now I think I think the leash is going to hopefully finally be off Buchevich to where you know he's he's free. He's he's he doesn't have to think about. Uh, shit, old, AD, old AV over there is going to spit his gum out at me on the bench if I turn this puck over. Um, and look, that was no secret. I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to hide the fact that Elaine Vigneault had him on a leash and had him oh, playing 100%. like he was like he was scared. And honestly, I think another guy who's going to thrive is Jimmy Vesey. I think we've seen Jimmy Vesey not play his full potential yet as well. And I think Jimmy Vesey will be another guy who's going to step up under Coach Quinn. And I think, I think the Rangers are in a great position right now. I think the Rangers are doing well and seeing what Vegas has done I wouldn't be surprised if this team makes the playoffs I again it depends what's going on in free agency and the draft but nothing surprises me anymore especially what's going on now so great hire for the Rangers um, he's done it all he's been in every level and I hope you know hopefully he brings good things to this team now off off the David Quinn topic but it just popped in my head yeah. Barry Trotz officially pretty much won his job back as the co- uh, head coach of the Capitals right even though he's going to be his contract year is this year, that's tough. I Can mean, you see him going from that to an assistant? 
No, right? Like, I mean, you never know. I mean, if he wants to change of scenery, I, it's kind of hard to. I don't, you know, I don't know what goes on with family situations and stuff like that. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes there. But uh, is his job secure? I would have to think so. Maybe since they got over the hump of the of the Eastern Conference, you know, they got to the Eastern Conference final. But it's it's tough. I don't I don't know what he wants, and uh, it all depends about how much he'll get paid by the Washington Capitals. Because there is that whole thing where he unless Barry Trotz is available, the Islanders drop Doug Wade and Barry Trotz heads to the Islanders. Never know. But that's just a thought. That would be interesting. That's just a thought. Um, you know, if, if Barry Trotz is is available, you know. See what Lou Lamarello does, but hey, just a thought. That would be interesting. Um, one thing we didn't touch up on is the uh, IIHF World Juniors. Ah. Uh, no, no, not the World Juniors, just the, uh, the World Championship. World Championship. Correct. Um, Team Sweden does it again. Team Sweden. Our boys, Elias Anderson and Mika Zibanejad. God, man. Just seeing, just seeing those. I'll tell you, Mika Zibanejad looked phenomenal dude he looks so good um Um, i think the rangers hit a home run in that trade and yeah he he looked phenomenal like him playing on big ice is just it's a it's a it's a fun sight to see um but congrats to them um lias lias has had a hell of a year man yeah, absolutely. Um, should have told him i'm surprised he didn't toss that gold medal why didn't he toss that one from, from being drafted um at, from being drafted at what uh, seven? Yep. From being drafted at seven to um, you know going over to New York, playing the preseason, then being shipped off to Frolunda for half a season, and then getting called back to Hartford, and then playing in the World Juniors and winning the silver medal, the silver, and tossing it into the stands. Uh, and then finally getting the call up for the last, what, nine or ten games yep. of the okay. Rangers season. So his first year of his entry-level contract wouldn't be burned out. Uh, then to, you know, heading over to the World Championships and winning a gold medal. Gold medal. That's a year. That's a year for, what, a 19-year-old kid? 18-year-old kid? Yep. That's crazy. Very inventive. Um, but I think it was nice seeing, like, even, like, I, I, I have to shout out uh, AJ. Uh, I think it's AJ Munn, but his uh, Twitter handle is AJ underscore Ranger, I believe. And he would, he's, like, the he watches all the international hockey. And he, like, kept posting, like, the videos of, like, after Russia and Sweden played, like you see, Z- like Zibanejad and Bushnevich hug it out. You see Anderson and Bushnevich hug it out. So it's good to see the tight bond that I think our young players are growing, uh, and it, it it gives me hope that you know they'll be around for a while. They enjoy playing with each other, and yeah, I think even like Bushnevich almost got into like a scuffle with. Uh, Someone on Team Sweden and Zabanj had literally just grabbed Bushnevich and he said, No, no, you do not you do not touch this face. You do not touch Bushnevich. He he's mine. You don't touch him. Uh, touch anyone else on Team Russia, do not touch him. Um but yeah, congrats to uh Team Sweden. I hope they're, you know, partying it up still over there. But be ready for next season. Um 
But back, let's let's flip back to uh, David Quinn and the Rangers. Um, you have here, is it a rebuild or a retool? Um, they've said it's a rebuild. Uh, but that leaves the questions of who they're going after on July 1st. Is this Kovalchuk rumor true? Are they going to sign Ilya Kovalchuk? I'm going to go with no. No, you're going with a no now. I'm going with no because you have Lou Lamorello back on the Islanders, and I think the Islanders have a real shot at signing Ilya Kovalchuk now. And but you, you can use you that as bait you, to get John Tavares back. You don't think with, like, you don't think Lou has some bad blood with Ilya Kovalchuk? Probably, but there's ties. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I think the Islanders now have a real shot at signing Ilya Kovalchuk. And now with the Rangers hiring David Quinn and what he has been saying, I don't see the Rangers signing a guy like Ilya Kovalchuk anymore. Unless it's like a one-year deal and you get him from cheap. But other than that, I don't. I it's it's hard for me to see Ilya Kovalchuk sign with the Rangers now. Um, I think the Rangers are looking to get young, uh, looking to build around the draft. I don't expect them to keep all three picks in the first in the no, first I don't round. Either. I expect they, yeah. them to trade. Yeah, I, I can see the Rangers going after on. I don't want to say unfortunately because he's a great player, Eric Carlson. Um, we all know Matt Zuccarello will probably be involved in that one. Uh, if that was the case, um, yep. you know, if they can't get him, John Carlson will probably be on their radar. I Roman hope they Pol- stay away from John, Roman, John Carlson. Roman Polak will probably be on their radar. Uh, you know, the Rangers definitely need another defenseman. That's for sure. Um, but uh, up front, you know what? Uh, if John Tavares is available, will the Rangers talk to them? Absolutely. It's the New York Rangers. What else can you expect? Mm-hmm. Um, but Ilya Kovalchuk, I, it's tough because I, th- I think he has more, you know, he has ties to that Islanders organization now. So, I definitely watch out for that. I just, I, I don't know. I think there's some bad blood between Lou Lamarillo and uh, Ilya Kovalchuk to see anything really happen there. Um. I still would like to see Ilya Kovalchuk in a Rangers jersey. That's just me, though. I'm a Kovalchuk fan. Um, I, it's it's interesting. Um, obviously, the draft is really going to show us which direction the Rangers are truly going. Uh, just with the fact that you could package, you know... I, we also have Ryan Spooner, Vlad Nemestikov, like... Where, where do they fit? Does one of them fit on the team? Trade do bait. both of them fit on the team? No, both. I don't think both they're, of them they're, fit. They're trade bait. Uh, trade bait. I mean, uh, they're 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 available. No doubt about it. Um, there have been rumors that Nikita Kucherov is available at the draft. Uh, that's crazy. Um, that's crazy talk. I, you know, I I doubt it. I think he'll get one more year. Does he stay in Tampa? Who knows? Uh, this guy's gonna want to get paid. But uh, that's another topic for another time. Uh, but. Uh, uh, the drafts will definitely be interesting. Um, I could see the Rangers moving up in the draft. I could see the Rangers yes. going maybe the number two pick for in Carolina's pick, and you know they may, they work something out there. Um, yeah, I think Montreal said that they're Montreal not going said to they're trade. Not most likely not trading the third. The Sabers would be idiots if they tried to trade their first. <laughs> um, so Carolina is definitely an option. I think uh, Buffalo would riot. Oh, absolutely! If they imagine they get, imagine if they, they traded, traded that um, unless they get. Two big superstars, and you know, I don't know. That's just something I highly doubt they'll do anyway. Uh, it's very rare to see the first overall pick yeah. get traded. Yep. So I think the Rangers have a real shot at the second, depending what the package is. 
Uh, they'll probably keep. They'll definitely keep the ninth. For, you but know, are they gonna want to trade? You know, Matt Zuccarello into their division. Yeah, why not? Uh, I don't know. I just... For a team like Carolina, yeah. I mean, if I was training with the Pittsburgh or New Jersey or the Islanders or Philly, probably not. Uh, but Carolina, sure, take them. Uh... I don't know. I mean, it's just a thought because I Zook is not secure. I can tell you that. No, I, not I, secure. I really don't think anyone's really secure. Uh, yeah. Well, Henrik. Well, Henrik's secure. I think Kevin Shattenkirk secure. I think Chris Leas Kreider, Anderson, Chris Philip Kittle, yeah, yeah. they're not touched. Yeah. Mika Zibanejad, I don't think will get traded. But I, I can see Kevin Hayes being traded. I'm sorry. I I think he's going to thrive under David Quinn. I'm just saying, I think he could be traded, though. Could be. If um, the right price is there. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Um, not really much. Uh, we've just been, you know, keeping up with the hockey. Uh, Pedro is officially done with school for summer, I believe. Yes, sir. Right? Um, so we will be getting back into the flow of things. Um, I, I still can't believe the Vegas Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup final. It's mind-blowing to me. I think at the beginning of the season, the odds to, like, put money on them to win was insane. Uh, so... Hopefully, some of you people that you know just threw a hundred bucks out of nowhere on Vegas to win the Stanley Cup. Hopefully, you get a nice little payday. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about it. We will uh, be getting back into the flow of things. Hopefully, you know maybe every Wednesday we'll be recording. Who knows? Uh, we will figure that out. Um, Pedro, you got anything else to say? No, that is all, and it's great to be back for sure. Yes. And, uh, our know, our mini vacation, our vacation is over officially. Uh, and, we're uh, back. We'll be looking for more guests to come on. Um, so if you want to come on the show, feel free to you know reach out to us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, wherever you want. Uh, you can find us there. You can find us Twitter, Facebook, our website. Um, other than that, feel feel good. Feels good to be back. Uh, Until next week, we are signing off. Let's go Vegas. Let's go Vegas. Go Vegas. Go. Peace out, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. On Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.